Welcome to the Little Life Lessons podcast with me, Tasha the Moonchild. Let's see what life lesson I've learnt in this episode and how it can hopefully help you too. It's okay not to be okay is something that we've all heard at some point, isn't it? But today's life lesson is all about truly hearing that, listening to it and taking it on board so that you can figure out what support you actually need when things aren't going so well. My first experience with counselling was actually when I was 21 years old and I was having a really tough time understanding what I could have done differently to have a better relationship with my parents. I thought maybe if somehow I'd been better, more perfect, more this, less that, that it would have resulted in me not getting a text message after yet another argument, simply saying that I didn't live there anymore. So I had six weeks of counselling where I essentially sobbed for an hour. But by the end of those six weeks, I realised that my mum's behaviour in particular was absolutely nothing to do with me. And it was at that point that I swore to myself that if I ever felt that way again, that I'd get the help and support I needed. Because maybe if my alcoholic mum had done the same, then maybe things wouldn't have turned out the way they did. Because I'm 36 now and I haven't spoken to my mum since. And whilst some people might not understand that, my life has actually been a lot easier without her in it. So I may have been protecting myself, but I was actually protecting myself from someone who doesn't want to help themselves. So today I want to tell you that it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to do absolutely nothing about it. So when Josh was born, I struggled like most new mums do, but it was actually when I went back to work when Josh was seven months old that I kind of had a sort of delayed postnatal depression. So I went back to the GP, I took a month off work, I had more counselling, and just got myself back on track. And over the years, I've had various stints on antidepressants, just to take the edge off kind of day-to-day struggles that we all face, I guess. Some suited me and some didn't, but they've always made a difference. But it was actually when I sought out some CBT late last year, that I had a real proper breakthrough. So I was burnt out trying to work full time, trying to run a business, as well as dealing with a new autism and ADHD diagnosis for Josh at the same time. And it all just, it all just got a bit much for me, if I'm honest. But for the first time, instead of just dealing with the top level stuff and the stuff that was causing me problems there and then, During my CBT sessions, we actually dug a hell of a lot deeper, went much further back and discovered that I've had these rules for living that everybody does that have caused me no end of trouble in my adult life. So the reason that I find criticism so hard to deal with isn't because I was constantly told negative things when I was growing up but it was actually the opposite it was because of a lack of the positives so if you never get to hear the good stuff then hearing the bad stuff is just a lot harder to take isn't it the reason that I overcompensate sometimes where Josh is concerned 
is because I am absolutely terrified that he'll end up feeling the same way that I feel about my own parents and the thought of that genuinely fills me with absolute dread. The reason that I constantly seek external validation for absolutely every decision I ever make is because I've spent my whole life thinking I wasn't good enough. I wasn't good enough to keep my mum sober so my self-esteem's been through the absolute floor. Now one of the things my therapist made me do a lot of work around is the fact that thoughts aren't facts, they're just thoughts. So whenever I was having a negative thought about myself, she was getting me to stop and have a think about it. There was a proper there was a proper worksheet that I had to fill in to figure out whether it was a thought or whether it was a fact. So now when I do it, I do stop myself and think, right, is this just a thought I've had? Is this my inner critic coming out to play? What What is this? What's causing it? And has it happened before? And just because it's happened before doesn't mean it's going to happen again. So before our sessions came to an end, she reminded me that the work doesn't stop just because our sessions have. Because if I don't do the work then all that's going to happen is I'll be in exactly the same place again. It could be in three months, it could be six months, 12 months, could be a couple of years. But if I don't do the ongoing work to check in with my mental health, then I'm going to be back to where I started. So she challenged me to think of a way to do that. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to create myself a little check-in sheet and I'm going to set a reminder at a time every week where I know that I've got the time to do it. So what I've done is I've adapted a copy of the same sheet uh, for other people to use. So you get it delivered to your inbox if you join my email list or it's sitting waiting in my Facebook group in the pin section. What I'll do is I'll post the links to both in the comments because it's really, really helping me and I genuinely think it can help you too because doing those weekly check-ins means that I'm just more aware of how I'm feeling, what's causing me the issues, how full my cup is, what self-care I need to do, and ultimately what action I need to take to make sure that I'm actually looking after myself. And I'm not saying that I'll never need external support again, but what I am saying is that I'll be able to spot it a lot sooner, a lot faster, and know that I can actually get some support for it. And I think that's been such a big lesson for me that I don't need to just plough on and bury how I'm feeling. I don't have to do the whole, you know, I'm a mum, I'm a partner, I'm a worker and I've just got to carry on. Because ultimately, if, if I don't look after myself, then my body's going to tell me that I need to slow down. And hiding how I'm truly feeling doesn't make me a better person. It just makes me a miserable one. So my life lesson for today is that there's no shame in getting mental health support when you need it. I've been really open with my friends, with my family and even my work colleagues about the support that I've been receiving because I know that it can encourage other people to be honest about their own needs too. It's not that people need permission to take a look at their mental health but if they know that other people are struggling and doing the work it encourages them to do it particularly for people like me so 
I'm often seen as really confident, but having confidence and having high self-esteem are two very, very separate things. So when people know that even people like me that are really confident are struggling and getting support, it can encourage them to look into what kind of support they might need. And that's why I've chosen to talk to you about my experiences today, because if just one person listens to this and decides to get some help because of it, then I am 100% serving my purpose. So today I'm not sharing something that you can actually buy from me, although you can always check out my website if you fancy a bit of a nose. Instead, I wanted to talk to you about mind because everything I do is designed to be about prevention rather than cure. So when you need some support, it's always good to know where you can get it from, especially as going to your GP about mental health issues can actually be quite daunting. And for some people, it can be a barrier. Uh, to stopping you getting some help when you need it the most. I actually got my last round of CBT through Mind. It was still free on the NHS. Um, but all I did was call their helpline, got support that way, and they just informed my GP that I was getting the support. But they were really helpful. They listened to my problems, suggested CBT as a way to deal with them. And that was that. I can't remember exactly how long I waited for my first session, but it wasn't particularly very long. I got 12 sessions with them and I was given the option of having them either face-to-face or via a video call. I'll leave the link to them in the notes, but if you wanted to check out their website, it's mind.org.uk or you can call their helpline on 0300 12 Thank you for listening to another episode of Little Life Lessons with me, Tasha the Moonchild. I'd love to know what resonated for you, so please do leave me a little comment if you feel called to do so. Otherwise, don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you next time.